Warning! Anime out of context has strong language, spoilers, stupidly wrong ideas, and general silliness. Neither of our hosts are professionals and do not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I search the world for the cure to a broken spirit. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Jace. And have I got a treat for you. Oh, Sean, after last time, I mean, it's 100% going to be better than last time, but it's an anime, so I don't know, it could be anything, it could go anywhere. I mean, I set the bar pretty low for you. I'm aware. You know, I started off this entire series with something that was pretty low, but not so low that you would lose your heart immediately. But then I had to kick you in the teeth a bit just because of the constant phenomenon of you liking things. I know! It was uh, it was getting concerning. I liked three in a row, which was just way too many. And so last week, you punished me severely. The most terrifying thing is that in my heart of hearts, I know... I don't know how this can be, but I do know that there are worse things out there. There most certainly are. And you, because you're a bastard, are going to end up showing them to me at one point or another. Ah, yes. Yes, I will. But don't worry, man. That's way farther down the line. I'm not going to show you something so extreme so early. So, Sean, what anime do we have this week? What are we looking at? Give me give me some something to look forward to. What's it about? What's happening? Well, Remington... We're returning to a time where life was a lot more simple. I'm talking about the 80s, my dude. Of course, the 80s, yes. Things were so simple then. Yeah, all you had to worry about was disco and cocaine. Disco, cocaine, homophobia, racism, you know, the, the standard deal. Yeah, because today, Remington, I wanted to cover a couple different topics. Okay. Primarily, I wanted to cover a broad spectrum genre, as well as talk about older anime oh okay an older anime is this an anime from the 80s it is there were anime in the 80s there are anime as far back as the late 50s my friend as far back from egyptian times that has always been anime (laughs) king tut's favorite show was naruto and on the third day god said let there be anime and weeb shit and lo there it was and it was wonderful (laughs) (laughs) But no, I wanted to, you know, venture back because most of the anime I showed you were in the early 2000s to late 2000s, you know, some relatively newer stuff. Mm -hmm. But just as animation started decades ago, so did anime. Uh, Actually, around the same time Disney got really popular, Japan started making a variety of different animations as well. Ah, so it's all Disney's fault. Yes, in a lot of ways, yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Like... For example, one of the big reasons that anime characters have such big eyes is because of the old Disney cartoons. Oh! Yeah, because if you remember, a lot of those old cartoons had characters with fairly big eyes. Yeah, and and they were that same shape and everything. mm -hmm, And they were emulated in more Japanese animation, which is really fascinating to think about, to think of the cultural variance there. Anime really started after World War II, basically, because 
Well, once you get nuked twice, you could turn it out a little weird, I'd imagine. <laughs> so, we're going back to the 80s. Tell me more. Alright. In the 80s was a very special time for anime. There were a lot of really good shows that I would classify as Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. When we were younger, you'd wake up early on Saturday, you go straight to the TV, and you get to watch all kinds of fun animated cartoons. You know, you got your Transformers, you got your superhero stuff, all those fun cartoons always airing on Saturday morning. Yeah. And this anime is what I'd call one of the epitome of Saturday morning anime cartoons. Okay. Except it's not really meant for kids. I... Sean? Look, it's not because of anything explicitly sexual. I'll tell you that straight from the get-go. It's because it is violent and slightly gory. Okay, that's favorable. That's much better. You're used to that kind of thing. Which isn't to say, let me put this out there, sex isn't bad and even sexualization isn't bad, but so far how it's been used in anime from what I've seen is very bad. So that's why my reaction, in real life, violence and gore are way worse. You just keep telling yourself that, Rem. Oh, <laughs> so today I thought I'd do a bit of a classic anime, actually. This anime has been referenced constantly since its inception, both in actual more modern anime, they will make references, and even modern meme culture makes reference to this anime. Can I, can I make a wild guess, Sean? You may. All right. So if I get this right, which you all will know because you've seen the title of this episode, then... I'm going to apply an applause sound effect. I'm going to go all out. There will be streamers. There will be celebration. You're actually going to put the time and effort to edit that stuff in. Yes, I am, Sean. Here's my official guess. Yet again, I'm way more confident than I should be because this is just one I know that's old. Gundam? No. Fuck! God damn it. You're not far off, though. It's about the same time period. I, I knew Gundam was old, and it seemed to match up with what you were saying. It does, doesn't it? But Bada you're da. wrong. <laughs> no, Rem. Today, I'm going to talk to you about an anime that is quite fun to watch in a Saturday morning cartoon kind of way. We're going to watch Fist of the North Star. Pardon me? You've never heard of Fist of the North Star. Never once in my life. Well, you're going to have a good time with this because, quite frankly, you are already going to enjoy it. What? Perfect. That's the reaction I was going for. <laughs> I feel like everybody is in on some sort of joke and I am just not getting it. That is most definitely the case. Have you ever heard the phrase, you are already dead? No. Nani? I've heard Nani. You've heard Nani. <laughs> so maybe you've heard the Japanese version, which is Omai wa mo shinderu. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, that is basically you are already dead. And that is the main character's catchphrase. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's the main character's catchphrase. And it was so iconic that it is still technically a meme today, especially amongst anime fans. Like out of nowhere, people will just say Omai wa mo shinderu. And then the other person who knows the joke will respond with Nani, which is what? I, I've definitely I've definitely heard the Nani half of this meme. 100% yes. heard that half of this meme. Though overall, this is just me learning another thing that I am going to be ignorant of in anime culture. Yeah, no, that's the entire point of our podcast, isn't it? <laughs> so let me tell you more about the show itself. The show itself falls into a very specific genre. 
or I suppose you could say an overarching genre. Because this anime falls into a specific category of anime, a very broad category. Have you ever heard of the term shonen before? I have. That is like shonen jump. Okay, what do you think the word shonen means? I thought it was a company. Nope. Well, in that case, let me tell you what shonen shonen means. All right, I'm actually going to give I'm actually going to give a, a real guess. Oh, uh, really? As opposed for, to all your other one. fake guesses. <laughs> I'm going to try for this one. If it's a, a, a big genre with what you said the character's catchphrase was, I think this is in the genre of you have a bunch of heroes fighting one another, usually with superpowers, similar to, for example, a Dragon Ball Z or something of that sort. That's going to be my official prediction. You know what? You're not far off. Aw, uh, yeah. So, Shonen is... I I'm going to put in the applause now because it definitely wasn't put in before. <laughs> I'm not sure you're really going to want to put them in when you hear the actual definition, though. <laughs> Damn. The actual definition of shonen is young boy or young man. I don't like where this is going. Why do you always have to change things to the dark? Because that's what anime has taught me so far, Sean. Anime has taught me one thing, and that is to assume the absolute worst, scummiest, bottom of the barrel answer. I am hurt that you think that, right? <laughs> but no, shonen means young boy or young, young man. So, essentially, it's denoting the target audience. Oh, okay. Yep. You have shonen, which is directed towards young men, and then you have the female counterpart, which is known as shoujo. I'm not sure if I've ever heard shoujo. Mmm, that's fair. That's fair. Shonen is very popular because, like you said, the popular magazine Shonen Jump is a magazine filled with manga directed towards young men. Or young teenagers, basically. It feels vaguely sexist that one of those terms is far more popular than the other. It's all, It only sounds that way to you because you're not as attuned to all the anime stuff as I am. And, Sh okay. and Shonen Jump is very popular in America, too, because it's where a lot of the big major anime manga get released. There are some shoujo magazines that are released here, but they're not as prevalent and harder to get a hold of. Okay. The two topics I wanted to talk to you about were the quality of older shows as well as shonen anime as a whole. Okay. And Fist of the North Star is what you'd call a shonen battle anime, which is ah. the vast majority of what shonen anime tend to lean towards. Okay. So you're not far off when you say superpowers and Dragon Ball Z because it is about manly men fighting each other. Okay, I got you now. Yep. Which is, I'll be honest, I'm shown in trash. I have a huge soft spot for all these manly contests of physical strength. Especially considering that I could never have the physical strength to do any of the stuff in these shows. There's just something about big, sweaty men duking it out. Manly spirit is what I'd call that, Ram. <laughs> manly spirit. Whatever you want to label it as, Sean. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you more about the show itself. It is a very manly, tough show. In the year 1990X... Oh, Jesus Christ. Nuclear fire has destroyed the entirety of the world. And the world is being populated by the strong survivors. Where if you are weak, you die. Sean? Yeah? We're gonna die. 
Oh, we're you and me, we're totally screwed. <laughs> if if the the year nineteen ninety X comes, you and I are done for. So, quick question. So, help me visualize nineteen ninety X. Real stupid question. Is it one nine nine X or is it one nine nine zero X? It's one nine nine X. Okay. This show came out in nineteen eighty three, dude. <laughs> the far future of nineteen nineties. Yep. <laughs> Where the world has been consumed by nuclear fire, and only the strong can fight for their resources and survive. That nuclear fire's name, the Backstreet Boys, actually. Yeah, funnily enough. <laughs> I don't know any Backstreet Boys songs, so I can't make a popular reference or joke, but... I right, go, go the easiest one, Backstreet's Back. That's a song? All right. All right? <laughs> That's how the song goes. Is it? All right, instead of Backstreet, what about NSYNC? Can we can just like, bye, bye, bye. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm concerned of how much you know about boy bands. <laughs> My secret talent is boy band whispering. I just know them. I understand them on a visceral level. I did not realize boy bands were horses. <laughs> They're one and the same. Uh, I'm actually looking at starting the first ever all horse boy band. But that's an anime for a different day, Sean. Uh, funnily enough. God, I no. <laughs> Yeah, so the best way to summarize this anime is it stars a man by the name of Kenshiro. Always with the K's! K's are a popular letter. Alright, so you got Kenshiro. And he is, I'll be honest with you, he is just magical Bruce Lee. <laughs> He's magical buff Bruce Lee. Oh, perfect. When you see a picture of him, you'll understand. Trust me on this. He's got the trademark Bruce Lee haircut, big bushy eyebrows... He's all about fighting and honor. Okay. Yeah. So it's magical Bruce Lee in a Mad Max style universe. Okay. With a lot of magic martial arts. I say magic. They don't use the word magic, but it's kind of magic. Because Kenshiro is a master of what is known as the Fist of the North Star. Hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Which is a, according to the show, a Chinese assassination technique. Is, is it just punching a motherfucker to death? Kind of. <laughs> this long-held secret by the ancestors. If you beat somebody long enough, they stop moving forever. Ah, but the trick to this sacred assassination technique is that he punches and pokes people in pressure points causing their bodies to explode. Explode? Explode. Oh, boy. Like, dramatically and violently. I feel like that's not how biology works. It is in the world of anime, Remington. <laughs> Once you know the Fist of the North Star, you too can tell people they are already dead and watch them explode. Is it there a reason it's called the Fist of the North Star besides that just sounding interesting? Well, there's a Fist of the South Star. Of course there is. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, in fact, that's where a lot of the conflict in the show comes from. <laughs> North versus South. Very creative fight. Well, it's a little more complicated than you that. You also have East and West. Actually, no. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Nah, you've heard of the North Star, and you've heard of the Southern Cross. It stars Kenshiro, this assassin extraordinaire. And the show kind of just follows his wanderings through this annihilated wasteland and his adventures throughout. It starts off with him walking into a village nearly dying of thirst because it's a big wasteland resources are limited he gets put in jail because it looked like he was trying to steal water 
Was he trying to steal water? He was t- trying to steal water. <laughs> then it's not that he looked like he was. Oh, no, sir, you don't understand. I know that it appeared as if I was stealing from you. I mean, it in was... In actuality, I was just stealing from you. It was water in a well, and he was dying of dehydration. You know, you get thirsty. That's not how things work in this capitalist system. Well, I guess. So he gets thrown in jail by the owners of the... You know, the water. But unfortunately, while in jail, some bad guys show up. Dun, dun, dun. And the thing about bad guys in the show is you can always tell they're bad guys because they wear fluorescent colors. <laughs> that is the most 80s thing I've heard. Yet. Oh, yeah. No, they wear bright pink, lime green. Uh, they have mohawks. They're bald sometimes. They have tattoos. Okay, so there's there's two possible reasons that this can be. One, they're all part of the same, like, crime syndicate. Or two, it's just one of those anime things that they do sometimes. Little column A, little column B. Okay, perfect. And these bad guys are threatening to, you know, of course, take all the supplies because, of course, the strong survive in a nuclear wasteland type of place. And Kenshiro, who is, you know, what you could call a hero of justice, even though he kills a lot of people. Like, a lot of people. I lost track of how many bodies are in the first season. <laughs> Jeez. But he doesn't like people picking on the innocent and the weak. So he breaks out of jail and dispatches them in a very fantastical, you know, magical Bruce Lee kind of way. Yeah. And, of course, these kids in the village were enamored by that and decided to follow him because you're in a wasteland, you want to stick with the strong people, because otherwise, well, you might die. So this one kid, uh, Bat is his name. Bat? Bat, yes. Bat boy, bat man, bat kid, bat just, son. Just bat. Is he a bat? No. Is, it, th- is this a common name? Apparently, in the future it is. <laughs> the far off future of 1990X. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to put this on hold. I'm going to quickly Google if bat has ever been a name. I feel like you're going to be disappointed. There's a pet bat name generator. No. After excessive Googling, it is a Hebrew name. You're joking. It may be pronounced like bot or baked or bat, but uh, yeah, apparently it's a Hebrew name, though not at all a popular one. I wonder why that is. So what we're learning is this is a Jewish anime. With magical Bruce Lee, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and after this initial counter, Bat decides to join him because Bat has a car. Because cars still work. Don't worry about that. The Batmobile. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't call it that, though. (laughs) That's a missed opportunity. He really should have. For all we know, in the year 1990X, all signs of Batman have been erased from history. Oh, yeah. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. It's been far long and forgotten. But... The show then proceeds to just follow these two as Kenshiro uh, explores or rather wanders aimlessly through the uh, wasteland until one day when he runs into some more thugs. And by this point, he has a bit of a reputation because Kenshiro has seven scars on his chest, which are very identifiable because they look like a constellation on his chest. That, that sounds very deliberate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. And since he was so recognizable... And for killing those thugs earlier, obviously the rest of the gang wants him dead. 
Yeah. So more and more people get sent after him. And eventually, minor spoiler, but you figure this out in the first three episodes, he learns that his old training partner and old friend, the master of the Fist of the South Star, is in charge of these gang members and is using them to stack up resources, power, and kill innocents. This really feels like it's just Samurai Jack. Except this came out over 20 years before Samurai Jack. So what you're saying is they plagiarized Samurai Jack and then went back in time. If you want to believe this, Ram, you're more than welcome to. And then he realizes that his old friend and training partner, Shin, Master of the Fist of the South Star, betrayed Kenshiro many years ago. Oh, and now he's pissed that... I, he backstabs Kenshiro, and then he's mad at Kenshiro? That's not how a relationship works. Not exactly. So what happened is, after a couple episodes of fighting these these baddies, you find out more about Kenshiro's past. Him and Shin were good buddies. They trained together. They trained under the one master who taught them different styles. And they had a friend. Ken- That's not a good way of teaching. It is if you know both styles. No, you teach both of them both. What kind of teacher are you? Apparently because you can't know both styles. Because one style involves destroying the body from the outside and the other style destroys the body from the inside. That doesn't answer why you can't learn both. And it would take the same amount of time. Just, hey, join in on their training session. I don't remember the exact details, I'll be honest with you. It's a little hard to follow because... I'll be honest with you, Matt, there's there's six seasons of this show at about 25 episodes per season. Hot damn! Which I, I, I tried my best, but I couldn't be bothered to finish it at the time. Oh, we boy. We only have a bi-weekly schedule, after all. As so much. Yeah, but it's a Saturday morning cartoon, so of course they have all kinds of stuff they can build off of and continue on. But anyway, where was I? These two friends and rivals in general were also love rivals. There's this girl, Yuria who is in love with Kenshiro and Kenshiro's love with her. They were together for a long time. Problem is, is Shin also loves Yuria. So you know what? You know what Shin does? What? He tries to kill. I say try. He nearly succeeds in killing Kenshiro in exchange for Yuria admitting that she loves him. Yeah, right. That seems romantic. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you couldn't tell, people in the future are a little bit uh, crazy in the head, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, so no, he uh, says, well, I have an assassination technique that I can use to just poke a hole in people's chest and they'll die. Usually only one hole is enough to kill a person. I wonder how many Kenshiro can handle and pokes him seven times to the point where Yuria is like, okay, okay, I don't love him anymore. I love you. Let him live. And of course, Shin is like, I win. Leave him on the ground to die. Bye-bye. His way of murder seems a lot better. What? You don't like the idea of making people explode from the inside out? Well, you just need, I mean, that's fine, but if all you need to do is poke a son of a bitch, boom, streamline that process. That's all Kenshiro does half the time, too. He pokes a pressure point, and that causes their body to explode. I, I don't understand neither of these guys. Yeah, it's mystical kung fu bullshittery is what I'd like to call it. Okay. So, of course, Kenshiro is heartbroken because, you know, his lo- the love of his life has been taken away from him. He then finds out that Shin is the leader of this really terrible organization, as and he goes by the name King, because all of the leaders are named after cards. Like, oh, of course. You know, Joker, uh, Jack, Queen, that kind of thing. What the fuck? Spades, Ace, that kind. 
And uh, he's the leader of this huge crime syndicate, and Kenshiro now has a goal, a determination, to rescue Yuria from Shin by going to his place and killing him. So it's literally just the adventure of Kenshiro gonna kill this guy, or trying to at least, and all the fights that happen along the way with a bunch of different variations of Fist of the South Star, as well as a a variety of different martial arts, if you can call them martial arts. At one point, there is literally a guy who starts throwing dynamite and calls it a martial art. <laughs> That's my kind of martial art. And the exact line, if I remember correctly, is, you call throwing dynamite around a martial art? As long as it works. Hey, that's my kind of guy. Yeah, I thought you'd like him. But that is basically what the show is. It's your straight-up Saturday morning cartoon of this hero going around murdering a shit ton of people, protecting the innocent, trying to save his, the love of his life. Okay. Okay, so is there anything else I need to know before we start watching? I'm just wondering. It's the biggest mystery of the entire show, actually. Uh, oh, boy. Where does he get so many shirts? Shirts. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, as is the case with a lot of old animation and old animes, they reuse uh, some brief animation scenes, like transformation scenes. Yeah. Kenshiro's transformation is he flexes his shirt off. Oh, Jesus. Happens every episode. Always has an, uh, the exact same shirt and jacket in the following episode. Oh, my goodness. So I'm just wondering, where does he get all these shirts? That's such a waste in the wasteland. But it looks cool. Oh, boy. So now we're going to have to watch a couple episodes. We might have to watch uh, four, maybe even five for this one. Oh, boy. It's got a lot of formulaic characteristics about it that you'll want to understand and address. Okay. All right. I guess we'll be right back then. All right, we're back. Remington, how you feeling, buddy? I'm not. You're, you're not feeling. I, I'm not feeling anything. I, I am completely empty, devoid of all feeling, hope, spirit. Remington, you didn't say Nani at any point, did you? I, I think mentally I may have. Uh, I think I think my will to live said Nani, and shortly after exploded into a million pieces. I, I'm shocked, Rem. Did, did you not like Fist of the North Star? Nope. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. There were two things I sort of liked about it, and that's it. And what two things were that? I sort of liked the dog, because it was real cute until it looked at the camera, and every time it looked at the camera, it looked like an octogenarian transformed into a puppy trying to escape. The dog was cute, other than when it would do that. And then the second thing that I sort of liked was I sort of liked the Jack of Hearts, but he wasn't that incredible. He was just better than any other character. <laughs> oh, Ram. But this anime... It, it's, like, it's like winning a dog show, not because you're the best dog, but rather because every other competitor is a banana. <laughs> A banana? Yeah, they're they're obviously not gonna win. So yeah, you may be a mangy mutt, but at least you're a dog. <laughs> oh, Rem, and here I thought this would be a winner for you. Nope. Well, 
we sat through and watched about four episodes of Fist of the North Star, and then a little bit of the fifth episode just to get that sweet, juicy backstory of to why Ken does the things Ken does. And after all that, you're you're not feeling it. You're not feeling the uh, the fist of the North Star. Not in the slightest way. My pressure points are completely deactivated. <laughs> you feel no pressure points. Nope. Kenshiro could walk up to you, land a few blows on you, and you'd be fine. You'd just be like, yeah, doesn't affect me. See, bro. Kenshiro, you came to the wrong man because I feel nothing. <laughs> You have to have quite a few reasons, I'd imagine, for this. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, before we get into those reasons, let's talk more about the overarching genres and topics of this particular anime. So, I wanted to show you a shonen anime because it is such a broad category. As far as shonen goes, from what you understand of it, how well do you think this fits the, uh, the category? I think this fits the shonen category very well. That being said, I think that I don't really like the shonen category that much. Really? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really mesh well with me because the shonen category, with my loose understanding of it, doesn't really focus on the things that I like, which are creativity, wit, character building, nuanced plot points. It really puts all of those to the wayside. You just insulted every shonen fan on the face of the planet. You know that, right? I'm aware, and I'm sure there are shonens with those. However, none of those are by any means mandatory and doesn't even really seem encouraged. In Fist of the North Star? Oh, yeah, definitely, 100%. No, yeah, it's no, none of that is there. Oh, but you got you got the juicy fight scenes of every battle shown in anime. Oh, yeah, let me tell you how great these fight scenes are. Oh, man, we're going to see some action-packed scenes. This choreography of one man touching another man, and then they die. Isn't that just how we go through life, Remington? <laughs> it is. We just touch one another and die. It's the human experience. In fact, I think that's how we met, Rem. <laughs> it is. Yep, I, I came up to you. I uh, just tapped a couple of your pressure points, and you exploded gloriously in front of me. Yep, yep. And uh, after we cleaned up the mess, we decided to talk for a bit. Yep, and now we're best buds. Yeah. <laughs> well... I'll be honest, Ram. I chose this one specifically for two reasons. One, because it was fairly generic in terms of shonen, and the other reason was the time period, which I described in part one. I wanted you to have an idea of what an older anime can feel like. At risk of offending even more people. Oh no. I feel like it did not age well. If this is a sign of many older anime, then thank God for modern anime. <laughs> So you're saying that there wasn't enough moe for you, Rem? <laughs> you wanted a little more cute kawaii girls going... Hi, and senpai, and things like that? Uh, you know, no, definitely not that latter bit. However, it was just clunky, and it didn't feel very streamlined, and it wasn't very pretty to watch. Like, the style just seemed sort of ugly to me. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. It was the early 80s, and televised animation wasn't really as big of a thing. So, naturally, they had to work with what 
they got. But, I mean, you'll see that in just about every anime from the era. You know, Dragon Ball, uh, the original JoJo series, for example, the old Gundam series, Astro But I feel like like with a lot of these, they at least had some interesting visuals. With this, it sort of had an interesting thing going on with the fluorescent villains. But even then, that was still pretty bland. And everything else was ridiculously bland. Wow, look at these brown and gray landscapes among these brown and gray people. Isn't this a great brown and gray life? So you're saying that there wasn't enough color to keep things interesting for you? Yeah, or at least interesting scenes. Everything was nicely detailed, but there wasn't anything unique or special about it. It was like looking outside on a perfectly ordinary day. Except everything has been destroyed by nuclear fire. Yes, but not even in a fun way. A a fun way? You think (laughs) nuclear fire is a fun thing? I think that if I saw a nuclear bomb go off in the distance, then in my final moments, it would be a beautiful sight to behold at very least. I don't think that's true at all, And I fear for the day that someone decides to bomb where we live. (laughs) In the most nondescript part of the United States. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If uh, if you would like to bomb us, we are in the center of the Pacific Ocean right now. So uh, just send your bombs there. Uh, You... Just told them to attack Hawaii. <laughs> well, that narrows that. We are not in Hawaii, so uh, sorry, Hawaii. <laughs> you just sacrificed the entire state of Hawaii. To all of our friends in Hawaii, we love you. Take one for the team. <laughs> one of the most beautiful states in the entire country, and you're just offering it up to who would ever like to destroy us. Yes. Okay, your priorities are a little bit skewed, friend, but <laughs> I'll, I'll let you get away with that for now. So, Rem, I can understand why you're saying it. it didn't really hold up age-wise, but it is still considered an extremely popular show. Like, do you understand why that is? Can you tell me why you think that is? No! No? <laughs> with, with all of the others, I've been able to at least fathom why it was popular the only thing i can imagine is because it was in the 80s so there's just way less options (laughs) Uh, so it's either you got bugs bunny or you got bruce lee blowing people up with his fingers and pressure points yeah in the 80s you could have just watched all of the television that ever was already so you need to watch something new there you go that is the (laughs) only reason i can fathom with this one because there's just no real reason it no matter what you are interested in that this anime has there's going to be countless things with that element and who do it infinitely better this is not the best at anything nor is it even great at anything so if you like anything in it don't worry just look elsewhere you will find plenty you can ignore fists of the north star that is a bold bold statement my friend i got more bold statements to come yeah so you're saying if you had to choose between something like the original dragon ball or jojo you'd choose those 
way over Fist of the North Star? 100%! Easily! Alright, alright, that's fair. What about the shirts, Remington? Have you figured out where he gets the shirts? Because I have yet to figure that part out. Uh, my hypothesis, because first of all, this happened way more than I anticipated. He breaks out of a shirt so often. My best hypothesis is that it is actually just his torso hair. <laughs> And that he knows the pressure points to hit upon himself to make it grow in that beautiful blue-red pattern. <laughs> You're saying his shirt and jacket is fancy chest hair. And if you claim that's too ridiculous, I will claim you haven't seen the show. <laughs> I will say that as far as older animes go, it doesn't seem to hold up as well. I can agree with you on that. But there's still a certain uh, charm that people find of the show as it progresses of this wandering um, hero slash assassin who, quite frankly, is kind of bad at being a hero. Yeah, he was just sort of an immoral thug who's really, really focused on looking cool as he tortures who he finds to be evil. Well, Rem, those people he finds to be evil happen to be evil. They were fluorescent. They were fluorescent, which is always an indication of great evil. But just the lengths he would go to, there are more humane ways to fight off the baddies. You're talking about being humane to bad people? Yes! We should be humane to everybody. Now, we should stop them, but stop them in the most humane and compassionate way possible. You don't think there's compassion in making them explode from the inside out? Definitely not. Well, what about hitting a pressure point so that they they bend backwards so far their own spine snaps in half? Mm, still no. Okay, what about, I don't know, taking a crossbow bolt you caught in midair with your two fingers and flinging it back into their eye? Still not. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you, man. That seemed pretty humane to me. <laughs> he just... The main character, Kenshiro, joins our long tradition of bland protagonists, and he's also just trying way too hard to be cool, and I don't give a damn about him. I'm not sure he's trying. I think that's just who he is, is he just does the way... What do you mean he's not trying? Okay, I'm going to jump down and save the day, but first I'm going to do two somersaults in midair. Oh yeah, I did that just because that's a thing I do, you know? It's not intentional at all. Whoops, woe is me. I just accidentally jumped 10 feet over here mid-conversation. Completely an oopsie. No! <laughs> Well, they could be like diversionary tactics, you know, drawing the enemy's attention. Except he does this w even when there are no enemies around. Well, Remington, if you could do fancy flips whenever you wanted, wouldn't you? Yes, I would, but the difference is, if I did fancy flips, I'd be like, holy shit, did you see these fancy flips? I would openly exclaim how awesome they were and how happy I was that I could do them. I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's just a thing that I do, you know? Whatever. Don't even want to talk about it. I feel like you're abandoning your dream of being a stoic anime protagonist, Rem. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, no interest in being a stoic anime protagonist. Those are the worst kind. Okay, so back to the subject of shonen in general. What if I told you a good chunk of the anime we've already watched fall into the shonen category? Alright, let me think back. Sword Art Online. Definitely. Mirai Nikki? Yes, a little bit. Yes. You wouldn't see it in Shonen Jump, that's for certain, because it's geared towards adults. Yeah. But it does have a lot of similar themes. 
Those are the only two I got. Rosario Vampire Fits. Oh, I don't like that. I don't feel comfortable with that. But it does. It's got, you know, fights, powers. I guess, yeah. It's directed at young boys. Yeah, I guess. It's a. That's why I don't say it's specifically a genre shonen. It's literally more of a broad category. Uh. Most young or animes you can fit into one of the two categories shonen or shoujo and there's quite a few that you can just put blatantly in the middle okay and that doesn't mean that you can't like a shonen if you're a girl or a shoujo if you're a guy because trust me i like a lot of shoujo animes because i'm manly and tough (laughs) and soft pink lines can be nice every once in a while of course but you know they're just target audience it affects every form of media yeah i guess so What'd you think about Bat, by the way? Oh, God. For those of you who don't know, Bat is the little side character thief that decides to hang around Kenshiro just because he's big, tough, and strong, and he thinks he can use that to get food and such. Uh, Yeah, I guess he's a thief because he said he was a thief, but he hasn't done anything remarkable, and he is just wildly annoying. Yeah? What's so annoying about him? He will not shut the fuck up up he tries to have witty dialogue he tries to be a clever sympathetic character like a sort of little brother but no it 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 falls completely flat and he ends up just being frustrating annoying and i want him off my screen well then what about uh lynn you know the little girl that uh gets cured by Kenshiro and wants to follow him because she doesn't really have anywhere else to be. This is going to sound like a familiar story. I don't give a damn about Lin. (laughs) Couldn't care at all about her. She does nothing. She is worth nothing. She is a little girl who's there to be protected. That is it. (laughs) Okay, fine. Then what about, uh... All those innocent people that got murdered by the vicious gangs of the King Gang. You know, Sean, something I actually did enjoy was the vast amounts of nuance they put into every minor character. You could really tell they all had a story. Oh, wait, no, you couldn't. They were just bodies to die. (laughs) I actually thought you were about to go somewhere with that. I thought you actually had come up with something positive. Hell no. Uh, so you, you don't feel the tragedy of the one village that got murdered after Kenshiro helped them? You don't feel sad for all those slaves that he freed and then were immediately murdered after being freed? Nope, not in the slightest, because it did nothing to build them up. It blatantly told you, these characters don't matter, and then they died, and it was like, wow, look at all those deaths. It's like, yeah, but... You blatantly told me they didn't matter. They are just brown and gray blobs that exist solely to be murdered so that Ken can be angry at something. What about the value of human life, Rem? I would love to have seen more of that. Ken doesn't believe in that. On the other side, Shin doesn't believe in that. Nobody in this anime believes in the value of human life at all. Well, it's a harsh world where... Only the strong can survive, Remington. Essentially, what this was is Samurai Jack multiplied by shit multiplied by a bad western. Wow. Multiplied by Marvel. Multiplied by Marvel? Well, how do you factor Marvel into this? Just to really amp up the superpowers. Uh, so what did you think of the fighting system in this? 
Like so dumb. He removes all tension. It doesn't handle things cleverly, and it also is not at all self-consistent. I know how to work pressure points, but at the same time, I can bend these bars to get out of jail, you know, because that metal pressure point that it has, I can just pogos and boom, it goes away. Except, that's not how that works at all. Nor is it how pressure points work, but that's an entirely different issue. I'd be willing to suspend my disbelief there if it did something worthwhile. But Remington, he said himself that humans only use 30% of their actual power, and he uses the entire 100%. Which one, doesn't make any goddamn sense, and two, it is far too reminiscent of that oft-quoted maxim of humans only use 10% of their brain, what about the other 90%? And it's like, if you use your whole 100% of the brain, you don't get psychic powers, you have an aneurysm. <laughs> it just shows a fundamental misunderstanding of everything. That sounds like the 80s in a nutshell, actually. You ain't wrong. But you couldn't find anything redeeming about it, Rem. Nothing that made you like, well, that was fun and entertaining to watch. Anything? The only two things, the dog, but not because it was well done, just because it was mildly cute some of the time, and I am weak to cute things. You are Moe trash. And then two... I thought that I thought that the Jack of Hearts was sort of entertaining in the first scene he was in, but after that, it was worthless. So you're saying the episodic nature of this show with the formulaic um, consistency was a bit poorly executed? Very much so. In fact, I'm going to make a very bold claim right now, Sean. Uh, do I want to make this claim? Fuck it, I want to make this claim. Fist of the North Star is the least favorite anime that you have shown me thus far. Wow. Yeah. That... <laughs> Considering what I showed you last time? I'm aware. And let me explain. I, are you better? So, I will say, I disliked Oremo more. However, I think that Oremo was, one, better executed, and two more interesting this was just so boring and for me being boring is a far greater sin than being offensively atrocious and so at least with Oremo, i have a story to tell on how awful it is with fist of the north star i feel nothing wow that you mm, rem this podcast has taught me many things. <laughs> Mostly that you can surprise me constantly. As it turns out. Like, I'm speechless at this point, which is terrible for an audio program, might I add. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I knew you wouldn't like this as much as I thought, you know, anyone would. But I did not think you would make such a bold statement as to compare it to the trash anime that is our AMO. Yeah, 100%. This is in no way redeeming Oremo. Oremo was terrible. But when I have conversations about Oremo, I'm able to talk about how terrible and ridiculous it was. I'm able to have a good time, have a laugh at how utterly awful it was. It's like if you're watching a terrible movie, if you watch The Room, then that is a great terrible movie because you are able to talk about it, share in the awful but then there are some bad movies that just leave you with nothing but wasted time. And that's what Fist of the North Star did. Wow. 
And this anime has a high review rate of around 7.8 to 8 stars, usually. Nostalgia is a crazy thing. Yeah, so you're saying that if you watched this when you were a kid, you th you'd think it was amazing. Yep. But, but now that you're an adult experiencing it for the first time, it just doesn't do it for you. Yeah, and maybe, I, I don't know the history, maybe it's been influential with anime sins, etc, etc, and maybe it should deserve some credit for that, but without knowing any of that history, just looking at the quality of the product itself, it's terrible, Sean. So you're saying that this show is already dead? Yeah, oh Jesus Christ, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Nani! I can't help it, it's a meme. We have to get memes in or else nobody will like our show, Rem. Oh, man. I mean, I am dead on the inside now. Yeah, I thought you might be. And you can understand why I had a hard time getting through the entirety of the first season, right? Because it sucks. I wouldn't say it sucks. It's just... There's so much better. Do you not hate this, Sean? Do you not utterly despise it? It's kind of like just a plain piece of bread for me. I can eat it. I can watch it for a while. But it's not really gonna... It's not really gonna, you know, be on my any of my worst lists. I genuinely had a moment when watching it where my brain just blacked out. Where <laughs> I just stopped. I think I fell asleep for like two seconds. My brain wasn't shutting down. My brain just decided to quit. That happens a lot with you in daily business, though, <laughs> man. I just shut down. Yeah, no, like half the time when we're talking, you occasionally shut down. Pardon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if you ever even listen to me half the time we're doing our podcast. In my mind, this podcast is just me. <laughs> In my mind, this is a monologue. I don't even exist. <laughs> I'm just you doing a silly voice, is that it? Precisely. Oh, great. Uh, well, that's that's a great boost to the self-confidence. <laughs> and I think that's basically all you, we have to say about Fist of the North Star. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, friend? Even if all of you emailed us saying you wanted us to watch more... I am going to veto it. I have no interest. It is not worth it. It If it made me hate myself, then at least it would make me feel something. But it didn't even do that. Wow. That is that is pretty heavy, man. So what you're saying is, is you want me to find a shounen anime that's better for you, right? You want something with characters, right? Better or worse for that matter. Just make it interesting. <laughs> make me feel something. When this makes me miss the terrible things you've shown me, things have gone awry. Wow. So, Remington, before we go, I'm sure you know what I want. I want to know if you'd like to sit down and watch some more Fist of the North Star with me. Nope, 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 nobody, nope, 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 fuck you. So that's a maybe. <laughs> Well, folks, I think that'll do it for us. Another strange experience overall. But nevertheless, thank you so much for watching. We're glad you stuck around. If you would like to send us a comment, question, feedback of any sort, or even a recommendation, feel free to email us over at animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening. And unfortunately, you are already dead. Nani!